The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the, the after, after show. show it's the after show everybody welcome to the show after the show and uh of course, texts are starting to come in at this mo- very moment. Uh, it's because of all the things we talked about is why uh, those texts are coming in, uh, complaining. But anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about how cigars are priced. So just uh, the guys are just coming back from the Tobacco Plus Expo. It used to be Tobacco Plus Expo. It's now Total Product Expo. T- t- taking the word tobacco total. out. Like every product in the universe. Yeah, total. Total. Mm-hmm. Totally. Condoms, totally. Dildos, totally. Weight gain uh, powder. They got that. I don't know. Maybe. Did so they added sex toys. Well, it's total product. You yeah. would think so. So with, with cigars, how are they priced? So somebody comes in the store and says, uh, "I'm really not to uh, know anything about cigars. I came to buy a gift for a person. What would he want to spend? Uh, I have no idea what cigars are. They range here at two guys." Uh, smoke shop at $2 to $75. Am I right? Oh, Plus 80, or minus. $86. $86 mm-hmm. when we have those in stock. Yeah. Right? Um, so, oh my God, what a range cigars can be in. Why is it possible that it's the same product and it ranges to that degree? Well, there's a lot of reasons for it. We're going to get to that today on the after show. One of it is obviously the ingredients. So, I want some meat for dinner. You can have a hot dog or you can have filet mignon. It's both meat, arguably. What about bone and veal? Can I have bone and veal? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like that. A nice chop. My wife had that last week at BVI. Oh, nice. Was it Village Inn. A nice demi glass on She said it was pork. She took a bite, realized it was veal. She pushed it away. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. She comes home. I was like, you bring me a doggy bag? She goes, no. She let she threw it away. She left it there. What? She went to a five course dinner with a friend and she passed on the bone in veal. Oh, oh, it's the best. It's fantastic. It's the one of the best meals I ever ate. Anyway, I got a sidetrack. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right. It's it's food. about food. So uh and, and Jonathan's pushing back on the on the food thing. I'm eating more food than both of you put together. Dave right. on veal. What temperature should you cook that to? <laughs> At least one seventy. <laughs> Just asking for a friend. Everything should be kept. I, I would say 200 is the way to go. <laughs> but um, it's up to you, whatever they yeah. want to do. Would you do whatever you want to do. All right. that, that's going to be my new thing. I'm not going to tell him what to do. Do, you do, do what you oh, think Oh, I'll best believe that when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the ingredients that go into the cigar is a big thing that has to do with the 
cigar itself of the cost. The type of tobaccos, they range anywhere from $5 a pound of tobacco to $50 a pound. Big difference. Substantial. The grades of tobacco that they use, anything from a double A to a D. The imports of the tobacco, so when you see the blend of the tobacco, it may have Honduran, Nicaragua, some Indonesia, Sumatra, it can have different things in it. Well, if you are in the Dominican rolling a cigar and you're using Sumatra, which would be very against uh, Ed Sullivan's liking, right. it actually costs more. Not huh. that the tobacco costs more. They have to import it. They have to bring it in. They have to ship it there on top of it. Can, so we, when, can we go back to this double A versus yes. D? Yeah, it's not so like it's women. the opposite of breast. Yes. Double yes. A is, double the a is the better. Best. Okay. You would think double A is better, right? Mm. Well... I'm I'm not really a proponent of the D's either. It's, it's too much. You got to go <laughs> yeah. C. Anything more than a handful is a waste. All right. You can't really properly. You don't s- like a D. You can't attend to the entire surface on a D. But what about the motorboat factor? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a motor. Whatever. <laughs> the imports of tobacco. Uh, what country the blends come from? because there's labor costs within each country. So when you see a Puro and you say, oh, my God, it should be higher. No, it should be actually less than it because it's a Puro. And depending on what country, it can, should be even less. So take a Nicaraguan Puro, it actually should be less because the labor costs in Nicaragua are lower and the tobacco is there. Um, not on, to, on that, we, we can get into Not to argue with you, but the in Nicaragua, you've got, Four distinct growing regions. So if you, as a manufacturer, you don't have to import it. You got to put you it. You still got to move it. Yeah, you got to yeah, move it. But in DR, you got to move it too. There's different regions that grow tobacco in, in the DR. Yeah. So moving it is has an expense, but importing it, your taxation. Yeah, going on there. you got a lot of things going on. Uh, the age of the tobacco. So. Well, why does it cost more? Because this was from the 2019 crop to the 2020. Because somebody sat on it for another year. And time is money, right? And then you have the pre-industry process of what do you do when you get the tobacco? Or what did the company do before they sold you the tobacco? You can buy pre-industry tobacco um, that's already been through the fermenting well, process. Mexican to San Andreas, for example. Yes. Mexico does a terrible job of the pre-industry process. So most manufacturers that buy it want to buy it right out of the barn so that they'll do the pre-industry where they're at because Mexico kind yeah. of screws it up. Or go through a, an additional process, which I know some companies do. They buy it processed and then they go to another uh, stage of it, which is more money again. You're bringing it in from Mexico, then you're going through another fermenting process. Uh, so uh, time is money and labor is money, right? Then you're talking about pricing a cigar. The length of the cigar matters. It shouldn't mm-hmm. matter all that much, but it does. Uh, that's part of it too. So a Corona and a Churchill the Churchill should be more because there's, you know, you probably get two Coronas out of a yeah, Churchill. Yeah, at least double the gram. Yeah. Weight. The thickness of the cigar. Filler tobacco, which used to be, oh, filler tobacco is only a couple so, dollars a al- pound. Almost Good free. But so now- actually, to back that up, in a, you can tell the, in pricing when a company is a farmer because the Corona will be... By weight. The, the Corona is going to be half the price of the Churchill, almost always, because yeah. they do everything by weight. Yeah. 
So uh, in, in other ones, when they buy cigars from somebody else or they don't do that, then you're going to see the difference of a dollar difference, 50 cents right. difference from, of size. Well, that's not a farmer, right? That's Correct. Um, somebody uh, buying the tobacco finished. Right. And if you're doing it by weight, you're not accounting for the fact that you've got a fixed cost for the rolling of that cigar, right? So a smaller one is less profitable, really. Sure, unless they can make an average or, roller making two fifty, three hundred cigars a day, and he can make four hundred Coronas. Right, it's either less profitable or it's out of whack price wise. When people look at it, if they're you know charging what they should for a Corona, people say not a good value. Right, and, and they're so wrong when it comes to it. And you taught me that yeah. by by smoking your cigars. Smoke what you like, but they're really good. Uh, when they're small, yeah, and you, you can you, have more. Yes, it's like M and M's. Right, right. <laughs> they're little, but um, uh, with the peanuts or without the peanuts? Uh, without. Okay. Yeah. Shape. The shape of the cigar matters. So a regular Parejo straight cigar, um, they can they can make that relatively fast. You start getting into a perfecto, double perfecto. Box pressed, another process that goes through. Again, it's it's more time uh, for these type now, products. Rarity versus popularity, which is going to affect supply versus demand on specific tobacco. So, if the tobacco is very rare, the price is going to go up. And if the tobacco is in high demand, meaning it's going to sell out every production every time, the price is going to go up. Well, that's whatever the cost of the tobacco. Right, so you take um, Connecticut Broadleaf. Not many places making it because they put Walmart there instead. There used mm. to be a big farm, and now it's a Walmart. Mm. When you see the Walmart, that used to be a big <laughs> Connecticut Broadleaf farm, and it's Walmart now. So they're making a lot more money off Walmart than they uh, they were making Broadleaf. So there's less and less places making Broadleaf. So the price of Broadleaf, which was relatively cheap, especially compared to Connecticut Shade, mm-hmm. um, which had to put the shade tents up and all that. So it ends up uh, costing more because uh, they can get it, right? Basically, they can get it. Correct. Um, so then there's the brand. So you're making a cigar, and you decide that you are making uh, a certain brand. Um, that is going to affect it because is the brand a discount brand? Is it a value brand? Is it the average cigar brand? Is it a premium brand or is it an ultra premium brand? That, just because of the branding, has to be in line with it. It doesn't mean the ingredients are better. It just means the branding of that. If the brand is called Cohiba here in the United States, it demands a bigger price tag. Higher, at yeah. Davidoff, it demands a bigger price tag. Not to say it's not better, but then it doesn't have to be better either. There's not a cheap Davidoff or a cheap Cohiba or a cheap Monte Cristo. They actually have to be up at that price where they live, right? Where, they, where that brand is living. What is the age of the finished product post-rolled? So when they roll a cigar and they're using three-year-old tobacco, four-year-old tobacco, whatever, which is going to have to do with the tobacco price, now they roll the cigar and they sit on the finished cigar. Do they they sit on the finished cigar for three weeks, (coughs) three months, or three years? Big difference. And the bare minimum should be 90 days. Right. So three Although months. Not all do it for 90. No. 
No, and some big expensive cigars. Roll the cigars and put them in the box, and they go. So, you know, knowing the back end of it, but the the price has to do with the brand, not the process. Uh, it's probably the biggest thing of what it is. You look at that, and, and like, take a brand like Zeno, for instance. Zeno used to be a high-end brand. They changed two years ago to a low-price brand. It's still Zeno, but they decided that we're going to be a low-price brand and with the name Zeno, which is a weird thing for somebody to end up making Very that strange. change. And then other people have taken the lower-end brand and come out with limited releases of a high-end brand. But the problem that happens at that point is somebody will look at the, the high price of a value cigar and say, I'm not paying that for this brand, mm-hmm. never minding what kind of tobacco <laughs> is used, what is the shape of the cigar. All, the all exception in. to uh, most of the rules is Padron, because they're all Padron. So you've got low end Padron, you got a you've got high end Padron, and you've got a twenty six dollar Padron, and a, even a forty two dollar Padron. Right. Um, it's it's all the same tobacco. It's all the same tobacco, but you do see a marked improvement in, at the very least, the outside wrapper, and also you get into the higher end ones. You do get a better burn. I believe the tobacco is more aged. Yeah, there's a huge difference between the Padron 2000 and, say, the 64 Principe. Principe is a smaller cigar, but it just smokes smoother than the 2000. I bet you I could blindfold you and fool you. Well, right away, the shape would give it away. Were you you on the Padron? We did a show a long time ago where we had the three different Padrones or whatever. Man, they tasted like the the same cigar. The 64 and the 26 taste identical to me. And you don't think the regular Padron? See, uh, I, the anniversaries to me are a little bit more balanced. They're more aged. I think you can... Aged, finished aged? They're not aged at all. tobacco aged. I Maybe. think you got more That's similarity possible. between the 1000 series and the 64 than you do between the 64 and the 26. The 26 is certainly higher primings. There's more spice a little bit less sweetness, even in the Maduro, because the, the Lajero is so much more prevalent flavor-wise. So, Jonathan, what you're saying is the 26 has a lot more strength and character. It does have that. Great segue. It's time for Incredible Feats of Strength, brought to you by Camacho Cigars. For six decades, Camacho have been working hard to build the best damn cigar around, and they have gotten through it all by sticking to their vision the strength to do anything they set their hand to. Camacho Cigars. And I have with me the top 17 jobs that it takes strength and character to keep. We are down to number 11. It's bodyguard, Dave. Bodyguard. I, I, I peeked over and I said the word before the oh, after show no. started. And he goes, don't be looking at this. <laughs> With an average salary of almost $68,000 a year, the number of people with this job is just over a half a million in the U.S. In wow. Ni- That's I was lot. one of them. In 19- I know. In 1992, the bodyguard gave us a Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner romance that lit up the screen and made the profession look really cool. My and to bodyguard. this day, we're still singing, I Will Always Love You. <laughs> Yet actual bodyguards are playing a different tune. Protecting politicians, celebrities, and prominent business people comes with always being on call and on your toes, excelling at combat and weaponry, and having someone's life in your hands. Yeah, there's no pressure there. A a bouncer isn't a bodyguard. Bouncer is not a bodyguard. And yet, there's how many bodyguards? 
uh, half a million. Yeah, half half to three quarters of a million. It's an amazing number. That's an awful lot of people that would need a bodyguard. But you don't yeah. forget, most people that have bodyguards have more than one. They have more than one. Yeah. So when I would bodyguard a, a particular client, there would be five of us attached to her. Would would also um, a bodyguard only have one customer? No. Okay. Yeah. There's bodyguard firms. I think there's there. different levels so they, of it, right? I think some people have vanity bodyguards. That's There's too. no imminent threat to them, but it looks good. It's an have. entourage. Doesn't I'm our not, buddy Joe have a runs a consulting firm for executive protection? Yeah. It would count as a bodyguard. I'm sure Elon Musk has at least 10 on staff. <laughs> at least. You got to have extras for when the first guy takes the bullet. You can't. That guy can't be the one who dies, and now you have no bodyguards. you got to have some depth. Dave, what are you thinking? Whether you need one or not? I don't need one. <laughs> no. John Walsh had one with America's Most Wanted. He had a, he had a team of six people. Mm. Really? Went on location. So somebody's filming this. There's not just bounces, basically. Like, if they're filming somewhere on location... These people would have bodyguards instead of a bouncer that would be watching the whole The big set. difference is when the shit hits the fan, the bouncer's going to be running away with the rest of the crowd. The bodyguard is trained hey, to stay in there. And- I worked in nightclubs for years. These guys were unbelievable back <laughs> in the 80s and stuff. And a lot of times the bouncers were the instigators of some trouble. Oh, yeah. 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 If they were touching their girl, you know. This is your girl and stuff. I saw so much as a as a nightclub disc jockey being up top and stuff and seeing their girl. See, yeah, sure. Seeing a lot of those beatings. They used to put a good beating on people back oh, yeah. in the good old oh, days. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Yep. Now they get sued when they do that. There we go. All right. Uh, so bodyguards, huh? <laughs> number 11. That's number 11. Number 11. All right. Uh, availability when it comes to pricing a cigar. Is it readily available? Is it, quote, boutique? Is it limited? Is it a one and done? How rare is that cigar? Is going to determine the price of the cigar. Also, along those same lines, whose name is attached to it is going, oh, to, of course. Is going to dictate the price. Is it... Davidoff? We've seen... Well, no, year, even, of the, year of the whatever is going year to be. of is certainly going to be more expensive, and they have a history of that. But uh, when they did the project with Mike Ditka, it was a Camacho. Yeah, it was three dollars more because it was a Camacho. Because yeah. he was had to get his cut. Yeah, yeah. So uh, why are cigars priced so high? Another thing to look at is how the cigar is packaged. How many cigars are in the box? And you're a consumer. What do you care how many cigars in a box? You're only buying a single out of the box because you're paying for that box. So even if you're buying a single, you are paying for the box and the packaging that goes along with it. By the way, that packaging is also taxed, just like it's a cigar. It's taxed on price. So that price is incorporated in it. Is it a box of 10? 20, which would be double. 24, 25, 50. Is it in a bundle? So you look at a bundle cigar, it screams to me it's a cheap cigar because it's in a bundle, but we'll take... Um, Leaf by Oscar. Leaf by Oscar. Perdomo Fresco. Yeah, that they're not all that cheap that are in there, so they can save on the packaging and have it there. And you you think it would have caught on a lot more, but um, when the shortage is of boxes, people want to pay less for the cigar. And unfortunately, during the... the- 
post-pandemic, yeah. there was a box shortage, yeah. but it didn't affect the price of the cigar. Yeah. Correct. Some things are still coming in in bundles. Yep. Yeah. We'll get a few bucks. Which I'm okay and, with. I I prefer it. Yeah, well, it's Supreme Leaf we got. Supreme Leaf came in in bundles. And half Ed, boxes, I said, half bundles. Ed, which one do you want? He said, I'll take the bundles. Well, you, you know that that's clear profit to the manufacturer. Sure. He doesn't care. But he doesn't want to throw away the box. No. That's the pain point for Ed Sullivan. But he paid for it. He yep. paid for the box. He's okay oh, yeah. with it. You paid the tax on the box. You, the same thing happens when you even buy a single. You're throwing it away. It doesn't matter. You're throwing that box away. But shouldn't they be a discount? Yeah, I mean, look at Olmec, which we smoked in the second cigar yeah. uh, on Saturday. Yes. 10-count box, probably a $5, $6 box of cigars. So it was probably 50, 60 cents yeah, listen, on the box. There's no more 50, there's no more $5 boxes, just so everybody yeah. knows. Uh, it's Just it's, doing that way for easy yes, math. It, it, all, it was. There were $5 boxes. There yeah. were $4 boxes yeah. going back 10 years ago. The past few years, yeah. a, a box is $10. A box is $10. So it's a dollar, dollar cigar. cigar. Where if it was a 20-count box, it would be, be 50, 50 cents. cents. Right. Now, that $1 cost is going to translate into a $2 cost to the consumer. Right. As you know, Dave, even bands. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, the bands will make a dance. So take the $10 <laughs> empty box at manufacturer's suggested level, sold to the retailer, marks it up to, say, twelve fifty. The uh, 10-count box um, Cost the brand owner a dollar twenty-five per cigar, plus the band at a dollar thirty now. Shipping the box, paying the tax on the box. Box of twenty is half. Box of twenty-four twenty-five or fifty, just twenty-five cents per box on a box of fifty, um, and absolutely zero when it comes to the bundle. So the thing is, though the the manufacturers, and maybe this is changing right now, a concern that the bundle um, is going to hurt box sales. Certainly gifts. You're not going to give somebody a gift of a bundle of cigars, no. right? Uh, I've only seen it a handful of times. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got to be on that product. They got to know it. He's got to make himself clear many times. This is what I smoke. So During Christmas, I noticed people letting them know we only had bundles. They were like, yeah, yeah I don't do want it. to give Ed a bundle. Sullivan, if uh, Dave's headset stops working, it's because he won't stop tying it in knots. Oh, I know. There okay. we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said your name, he knew he was in trouble. So you can't sell a $12 cigar in a bundle. Um, the magic number, by the way, seems to be between 24 and 26. The majority of the boxes that come in in there, it seems like those customers are most comfortable at buying the box. Should you put a shot filler cigar in a box? It happens. Just so you know out there, there's cigars that are on the shelves in cigar stores that don't say that they're short filler cigars, but they are. And they're charging too much for it as a short filler cigar. In my personal opinion, it's scrap. And it's selling for a higher price because, again, the box is incorporated and it looks like it's a higher-end cigar, but it's making believe to be a premium cigar when it really isn't. It's a, it's a short filler. But is that where you draw the line if you were writing a legal definition? Would you say it has to be long filler? It is in New Hampshire. It has to be long filler yes. in New Hampshire to be premium. Yes. Um, some stores don't want low-priced cigars, so um, a manufacturer will raise the price of the cigar because the retailer wouldn't want 
the low price cigar in their store. So they're overcharging for it on purpose so that the belief to the consumer is, okay, this is a decent cigar because it's priced at $7. Where it But if be. it is decent at 7 if you enjoy it at 7 what what difference does it make? It, it just happens. I wouldn't have believed it. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I believe people want $3 cigars. That's why we have 2 and $3 cigars, and we sell millions of them. So they do. Um, but some stores don't even want to take something in. If they, if they think that they only have X amount of customers that are going to come in the store and, you know, let's put a number of 50 people are going to come in the store during the day and you are, are offering a $3 cigar, um, maybe it's $150 that's going to come in and you're not going to be able to make a living at that. If you only offer $10 cigars and you have 50 people, okay, now you can actually survive. But don't you also run the risk of that 50 people becoming a smaller number because you've priced them out of the store? Absolutely. Yeah. Or that they are, you're letting that consumer that is a $3 customer uh, go because, you know, it reminds me of when I go into the casino in Las Vegas that maybe there's 5 and $10 tables around. At nighttime, they become $25 tables, tables. And I'm looking for a 5 or $10 table to play, yeah. and there are none. It's all 25 You know what I do? I don't play. Because I'm not playing $25 a hand. I got it, but I'm not doing it. So you, you got me out. When it comes to a cigar, if I wanted a cigar and I wanted a $5 cigar and all you have is 10s, I'm going to probably buy a 10 anyway myself. But I'm buying a cigar, not per hand, you know, per minute. Mm-hmm. Not even. Those hands last 30 seconds. Do you not play even. Uh, $5 slots? No. Penny slots? Throwing 20 bucks sit there for an hour. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Get the free drinks. Yeah. So some stores don't want to sell low-priced cigars. I think it's a it's a mistake for them, but I understand. I know the, the rationale when it comes to it, uh, but that doesn't mean the consumer is getting a better cigar. Uh, it's how the cigar was priced. And having a brand name doesn't mean it's a better cigar because it's a brand name either. You know, we know cigars that come out of the same factory under mm-hmm. one name and under a different name, and it's the same cigar. And this is true. This is mm-hmm. true. Also, that you go in the supermarket and you buy the supermarket brand of whatever it is in the regular brand. Came from the same place. Same place, same exact, same product. So it's buyer beware when it comes to uh, cigars. Uh, where? The cigars are sold. Depends where you buy your cigars. Um, if you're buying it on Rodeo Drive in California, uh, expensive area. Also, expensive if you're rolling down Rodeo with a shotgun, you're going to pay more. Why? Mm-hmm. They don't like shotguns down there. It's a song. song you wouldn't understand. Okay. <laughs> uh, or if you're buying your cigars at a gas station, a tobacco outlet, or a cigar bar. A cigar bar, you would think... You're going to pay top dollar for the yeah. same cigar. Yeah, a that, lot of places it, have that menu, and you're going to see a $12 cigar on that menu for $25. Yeah. Bucks. It's the same as the can of beer you buy at the gas station and the can of beer. The same can of beer mm-hmm. that you're buying at the high-end cigar bar, mm-hmm. you're going to pay more for you expect to, I guess. Yeah. Ambiance, mm-hmm. the feeling of whatever it is. Uh, a tobacconist or high-end tobacconist only. They really frown upon cracking the beers open in the gas station. They don't like that. No. You got to walk out the door for us before you do that? Yeah. Uh, what do you call that when you used to crack a beer in the car? Road soda. Road, yeah. Mm. 
That's what it is. That's you asked what it was called. That's okay. what it's called, Urban Dictionary. All right. So what? Uh, what? Why? Or how are cigars priced? That's how they're priced. It's out there. Buyer beware. Get to know your local brick and mortar retailer. They can guide you in the right direction of what it is, so you don't feel like you're being taken. Pick the right product for it. Tobacconists should be doing this work of what sits inside their store for them. You know, not carrying certain things that are a bad value, but if the customer wants it, the customer wants it. If you want to provide for them, that's up to you. And that is it for the after show next week. What did they used to do before cigars? What did they do before they were in the cigar business? We're going to look at manufacturers and decide, you know, why they made that turn for themselves. Why uh, they had one direction, because most likely they didn't. Uh, be a young kid and say, you know what, I want to be in the cigar business. I didn't, and uh, we'll see uh, what other people thought they wanted to be, and uh, we'll get to that next week on The Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.